What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Friday, June 2nd, and this is the Best Football Show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto-downloads and make sure you leave a five-star review to help the show grow. Today, I want to talk about a division that I think is going to be much more wide open than people will probably give it credit for. I think the perception on the outside is the 49ers are going to win the NFC West pretty easily. They're viewed as a Super Bowl favorite. They were in the NFC Championship game last year. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think this division is going to be a little more competitive than people probably think. And I think the main reason is the Niners don't have a quarterback. So let's just start with, we're going to look at each team and do one question, one of the biggest questions heading into the next season for that team. And for for the 49ers, I think the biggest question is relatively easy. Can they win without a quarterback? Is this team good enough? Is the coaching staff good enough that the San Francisco 49ers can basically be an elite team, win the division, compete for a Super Bowl without a quarterback? In the NFL's history, very few teams have been able to compete and to be a great team without having an answer at quarterback. There have been one-offs. There have been random seasons, runs at the end of seasons, but not often has a team gone into the season with a major question mark at quarterback and then competed for the Super Bowl that season. You could point to the Eagles last year with Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts had already started a full season and made the playoffs as a quarterback. The Niners go into this season. They have Brock Purdy, who's coming off major arm surgery and only played half the season last year. They have Trey Lance, who has basically not played at all since being the number uh, three overall pick. And they have Sam Darnold, who was a high pick, has shown flashes of potential, but has bounced around so far in his career and hasn't been able to put it all together. As far as contending teams, I can't remember the last time a team went into the season with such high expectations, with such unknown at the quarterback position. The Niners have a great defense. Obviously, they lost to Miko Ryans. We'll see if they're able to keep that up with the new coordinator. Add Javon Hargrave, that's going to help their defensive line. They have good skill position players on offense. George Kittle, a full year of Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. They have those guys that can be playmakers with the ball in their hand. They have an elite head coach in Kyle Shanahan who has shown he's able to win without elite talent at the quarterback position. But this is a completely different test. This is a very different challenge than he's ever been, than he's ever had to partake. Jimmy Garoppolo was a very good starting quarterback for Kyle Shanahan. Last year, Brock Purdy caught fire in the middle of the season. People were unable to prepare for him. Now, teams know who their quarterbacks are. They know the weaknesses of those quarterbacks. So as much as the Niners are viewed as a team that everyone thinks is definitely going to compete and they're going to be able to you know, be one of the top teams in the NFC, they need to find a quarterback. If I were them, I would just go with Trey Lance, give him one more shot, I don't think Brock Purdy is a long-term answer, and if Sam Darnold, I guess he's good enough, I mean, sorry, I guess he's young enough where if he were to have a good year, you could maybe talk yourself into him being the guy for the next two or three years, but Trey Lance is who you traded up for. Trey Lance is the dynamic athlete in the group. Trey Lance is the one with the highest ceiling, in my opinion. So if this 49ers team is going to be as good as people think, if they are going to seriously compete, they have to have special quarterback play. They had they got surprising special quarterback quarterback play from Brock Purdy last year they need to find it again this year and that's the biggest question for them can they win without stability at quarterback I think that answer is going to be no but we shall find out and it'll be interesting in training camp to see how that uh, quarterback battle plays out all right the next team for me that I think could be 
potentially sneaky contenders in this division is the Los Angeles Rams. I know it looks like they're they're tanking to a certain extent. They traded Jalen Ramsey. They traded Allen Robinson. But Allen Robinson didn't really do much from last year, and they cashed in big time on Jalen Ramsey. You can make an argument they took the last chance to trade high as opposed to uh, as opposed to waiting a year and his value goes down. So why do I think the Rams could be sneaky competitive this year? It's for the exact reason I'm skeptical of the 49ers. The Rams have a quarterback. Now, Matthew Stafford has to stay healthy. That is obviously a big part of it. You look at last year, he had the elbow injury last offseason. He had two concussions and had a spinal cord issue. So health was not was not good for him last year. But if he can stay healthy, now last year when he went, last year when he played, the results were not good. But he wasn't healthy. Nine games, three and six record, 10 touchdowns, eight interceptions, didn't play well. When Matthew Stafford is healthy, he is still one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. He is better than every quarterback on the 49ers roster when healthy. And if you combine Matthew Stafford with Cooper Cup and Sean McVay and some of the other talent that they have, this can be a competitive team. There is no juggernaut team in the NFC West because of the 49ers questions of quarterback. Even the Seahawks, you know, we'll get into them in a second. They have questions. The Arizona Cardinals, they'll be really bad. The Rams are not, you know, the the lock to be this terrible team that people think. Because if you have a great quarterback, if you get good quarterback play, especially combined with a really good head coach, and that coach is able to out-scheme and the quarterback is able to execute that scheme, you're going to be a good team. You just flat out are. And their schedule's not going to be that hard because they didn't win a ton of games last year. So when I look at the Rams, the question is, will Matthew Stafford stay healthy? Because if he will, I think that they're going to be a pretty good team. If he's not, then this is a team you'll see try to draft a quarterback next year. Going to be a strong quarterback draft. Sean McVay goes and gets his next franchise quarterback. But the Rams' biggest question is, will they be able to stay healthy? All right, let's look at the Seattle Seahawks, a surprise team last year. Not many people thought that they would do what they what they were able to. Geno Smith comes out, 9-8 and eight record. They lose in the first round of the playoffs. But the fact they even made the playoffs was a successful year for the Seahawks. You could argue, actually, it kind of messed them up in a way in terms of finding their next quarterback because now the question for the Seahawks is, can Geno do it again? Can Geno Smith actually be their franchise quarterback? Last year, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, had a, a, a much better year than people thought, but he cooled off as the year went on. Seven touchdowns, four interceptions, and a 2-3 and three record in his last five games, including the playoffs. I think he caught people by surprise early, and as the year went on, and teams were more prepared for him, teams were able to game plan more for him, you saw those struggles start to set in. Now, Geno deserves credit. He has been doubted before, and he has come back, as he said, you know, the haters wrote him off, and he didn't write back, but... I think next year is going to be a difficult year for Geno Smith. The Seahawks are not sneaking up on anybody. Geno Smith is not sneaking up on anybody. And so the question for the Seahawks is, can he do it again? Because if he can't, then this is going to be a long year for the Seahawks. And just like the the Rams, you will see them go out and try to get a quarterback the following year. So for the Seahawks, the question is not... Uh, can they be competent? I think they will at least win five, six games. The question is, can they build upon last year? Can Geno Smith improve upon what he did last year? If he can, then yeah, this team could absolutely win the division because of quarterback questions on other teams. I'm just skeptical he's going to be able to get it done. But that would be my biggest question for the Seahawks. Can Geno Smith do it again? The final team in this division, the biggest question for the Arizona Cardinals, it's an ugly one. Cardinals fans, you might want to close your ears. How bad will it get? How bad is it going to get in Arizona? I covered Jonathan Gannon in Philadelphia. 
I think he was an excellent defensive coordinator. As a head coach, we will see. And I think that what he saw in Philadelphia is a prime example of how important it is that he wins right away, or at least is competent right away, in Arizona. Gannon was the defensive coordinator for Nick Sirianni. Nick was hired. No expectations. People made fun of his introductory press conference. They were not expected to be a great team. Sirianni took a team that won four games a year before and made the playoffs with them his first year. Didn't win a great division, didn't beat any great teams on the way, lost their first playoff game. But making the playoffs was such an important stepping stone for Sirianni in building the culture he wanted to build in Philadelphia, for making people believe in what he was saying, for making the players believe that he could be their head coach that they could win with. I think winning in your first season as a head coach is critically important. Gannon needs some success next year, and he needs things to be not to, to not turn ugly with Kyler Murray. I could see this Kyler situation getting very ugly very quick. Coming off a serious injury, playing for a team that you know potentially might not be competitive, and really Kyler's career is on the line in some ways. If Kyler comes back and doesn't play well, you could picture a world where the Cardinals decide next year to look for a new quarterback. So for Gannon and for the Cardinals, how bad is this going to get? Is this going to get so bad where in a year Gannon is no longer the head coach? If they only win two games, is Arizona going to stick with Jonathan Gannon? He needs some success early on to make people believe in him, to make people, and really his players, believe that he can be a head coach that they win with. And so next year for the Cardinals, it's not about making the playoffs. Obviously, that would be an outstanding outcome. It's about not only winning two games. It's about getting seven wins, six wins, being competitive in the games that you lose, showing some signs that you guys are that the team is heading in the right path. That's what next season is all about for the Cardinals. It can't be a complete train wreck. If it's a complete train wreck, we could be talking next offseason about a new head coach in Arizona, a new quarterback, and a brand new regime because this team has to have some success next year to give fans and players faith that it can win the following season. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys next time.